It's time for the Daily Stand-Up Podcast presented by Agile Dad with your host, Lee Henson. Without any further ado, let's get started. Someone recently brought to my attention a Scrum.org article. Now, what I thought was super cool about this article is that it went through and it started asking questions about different sized items and backlogs. Now, the thing that was beautiful about this, I realized it was part of a series. The series has multiple questions, I'm guessing over a course of several weeks, or maybe it's questions that you would find on a PSM1 exam, because it, it appears to have the PSM1 logos on it. Um, so I'm guessing that it's a question from the exam. The question reads, Items in a product backlog are usually larger than items in a sprint backlog, true or false. Now, I found this interesting because sometimes the items in the product backlog translate directly to the items in a sprint backlog, and there's no change in size. Other times, the items in a product backlog definitely need to be broken down into smaller pieces and become incorporated into the sprint backlog. Then, of course, there's always the slim possibility that items in the sprint backlog wind up larger than items in a product backlog once they're broken down and we realize that there's scope that was unaccounted for if that makes sense so i don't know this is one of those psm one questions that i don't know that there's a right answer for now i've had many of these conversations both with ken schwaber and with dave west and with others you know, I love how thorough the PSM is. I have the PSM, absolutely love it. I love the depth it goes into. Let's see what their answer is. So according to the Professional Scrum Master 1 examination, this answer is yes, true. The items in a product backlog are usually bigger than items in a sprint backlog. And I see where they're going with this. It makes sense, right? Uh, so here, here's their explanation of how, how it should work. Now, I think this is interesting. Anytime somebody gives a dogmatic answer, a one-threaded answer to how something should work, that, that kind of scares me. But here's what it says. It says, step one, items of various sizes are added to the product backlog. So far, so good. Step two, items are sorted based on their business value. I'm going to pause there. One of the things that I learned a long time ago, even if you go as far back as uh, Heinrich Nieberg's uh, Agile Product Ownership in a Nutshell video, is that there are three types of value. There's customer value, business value, and then development or technical value. And the reason I'm bringing that up is because if we just sort based on business value alone, we're missing what might be, or we could be potentially missing what might be most valuable to the consumer or something that could give us a long-term infrastructure or architecture gain. So I guess what I'm trying to say is we need to make sure if we're going to do this, that we, that we understand the impact and that we understand that um, the product backlog needs to be sorted by more than just business value. It says step three, we check the items on the top of the product backlog. And if they are large, we break them down into smaller items. Okay, I like that. Step four, make sure to leave the larger items at the bottom of the product backlog as they are for now. We can always break those down later in a backlog grooming or refinement session. I'm good with that. Step five, the business values we estimated again and the product back will be sorted based on them. Okay. This is where I see a lot of confusion. If you're doing safe, for example, that this is where they talk about weighted shortest job first and all the different prioritization techniques. If you're doing scrum at scale, this is where they talk about customer value, size, business value, et cetera. If you're doing scrum, 
they say you just sort it based on urgency of what's most urgent and what's the highest priority. And unfortunately, I don't know that any of those yield a true answer. So one of the things that I've come up with uh, at Agile Dad, and we've been doing this now since 2007, so this is not something new. This is something 16 years old. We have something called objective stack ranking. And objective stack ranking, it helps you get an initial sort on a backlog based on those three criteria we discussed. Consumer value being the most uh, or being weighted highest. Then you have uh, the business strategic value being weighted second. And then the actual size or technical value of the item being weighed third. And you can actually can, uh, produce an algorithm where you work on the things that are must-have and high-priority first. Then you, then you go uh, from smaller to larger to get the low-hanging fruit out of the way unless there's something that adds great architecture, infrastructure, core value. So you look for items that are at risk, etc. But the point I'm trying to make is I don't know that you can just sort based on one single value. You need to have all the values to get your sort right. Then based on that explanation, the items at the top of the backlog would be the most prepared. Statistically speaking, they would be smaller on average. Uh, since the items in a sprint backlog are generated from the items at the top of the product backlog, we can say that the items in a sprint backlog are usually smaller than the items in the product backlog. So I think that, oh, and here's a remember. Let's make sure I read this. It says, remember that we sort the product backlog items based only on their business value. Okay, that's, that's where we disagree. I think that sometimes if you only focus on business value, you're building things that may seem to be important to a stakeholder or may seem to be the most important to uh, strategic placement, when in actuality, you could potentially be losing customers or losing a competitive advantage by not inserting things that are important to the end consumer. So I'm not saying you need to solely focus on things that are highest criterion from consumer placement. Because then you'd have the opposite problem. Uh, you know, if, if Henry Ford said if he would have asked what the customer wanted, he would have built a faster horse. I don't want that syndrome either. So what I'm thinking is we need a happy medium. And a happy medium says, okay, we're going to measure consumer value. And I use Moscow for that. So MSC or W. Then we're going to measure priority or strategic priority to the business. And I use high, medium, or low for that. And then I use T-shirt sizes for a technical value, meaning how big or small is this initiative. Now, I make sure I uh, flag anything that's high risk or anything that's infrastructure or architecture related, so I can make sure it gets a little more weight. But then with this, we can take those three values, placing the primary sort value on needs for the consumer, because if the consumer doesn't want it, or if it doesn't provide great value to the consumer, then we're not gonna get a whole lot out of it. The secondary sort should be on priority, and then tertiary sort should be on size. And I think that if we did that constructively and put all three of those things together, we could do an objective stack ranking by running an algorithm in the background and then making sure we insert at least one, uh, one whiz-bang Kano pleaser <laughs> item into each sprint to keep the consumer engaged. So that way we could still focus on things that are you know, highest strategic priority, but make sure that we're also focused on things that are gonna fill needs for the customer. So I think that if we put ourselves in a position where we're not meeting the customer's needs or exceeding their expectations, we're going to quickly be out of the market for our product or service. Okay, lots of great information there. And I think we'll continue this maybe in another couple of episodes just to kind of give you a feel for how things should be worked out or broken down. But if you want to learn more about product backlog, about prioritization, about objective stack ranking, about taking these three needs and comparing them against each other, 
you know, we would love to have a discussion with you on that. Shoot over an email to learnmoreatagiledad.com. We'd love to hear from you. And as always, we encourage you to stay healthy, stay well, and stay agile, my friends. Until next time, do take care.